Hey, hey, hey. Are you ready? Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is... Andy. And we're both very, very hungry. Yeah. It feels like I didn't eat dinner last night. That's how hungry I am. Wow, that's awful. Yeah. And I was sitting at my I was sitting at work, I was sitting at my desk at work thinking, "Oh my gosh, I'm so hungry." And then as I was thinking, you're texting me, "I'm very hungry." <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's when you <laughs> Yeah, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so we hungry." We like both hit like a hunger wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going hungry. Going hungry. Yeah. You remember that song? No. Well, scratch that out. Anyways, let's get to eating. So what are we eating today? We are rounding out your gluten-free mania. And we're going to eat some Ethiopian food because mm. uh, we'll get into it a little bit. But the bread with Ethiopian food, injera, is made out of teff, which is gluten-free. Nice. So that's really so the only reason why Andy we're pulled out the, When Andy pulled out the teff from the box, I've never seen it before. And my first thought was it looked like you picked oh, this up is a injera. piece. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, injera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so what's teff? Teff is the grain. Injera is the bread. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So when I, you pulled out... The Andura, yeah, the bread. It looked like you plucked a piece of the moon. It's like um, this is going to sound awful, and I'm not going to like. Oh, we'll research it a little bit. But it looks like if you are making a pancake, like a dark pancake. Oh yeah. And if you only cook half of it, you know, like how when like the bubbles like start yeah. bursting, and then like that's the, when you're you left know with the holes. It. Yeah. So you don't flip this one. You just leave it, and mm-hmm. then you take it off. So uh, we have a bunch of things here. And why don't we get going on, let's just start with the beginning. So the appetizer that we're going to have today is called Timitim Fit Fit. So let's eat that first. It sounds like a guy named Tim, like, like right after he goes to the gym. Yeah. He's like, Timmy Tim's Fit Fit. <laughs> just just uh, speaks, speaks about himself in the third yeah. person. Yeah. 100%. Like yeah, looks does. in the mirror. It, and Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so let's get in on this. Can I just have a piece of the injera first? Sure. Yeah, of course, of course. So I'm just giving a piece of this. It's almost like a purplish color. Slight. Yeah. It smells a little sour. Mm-hmm. And it is a little sour. Yeah. So injera is made with teff as the primary ingredient. It's very nutritious, and it is considered to be the backbone of Ethiopian foods. So it's going to be pretty much in everything and eaten with everything. And um, It tastes a little bit like sourdough. Yeah, it does. I like Only that. like aspect. spongy sourdough. Mm-hmm. Yum. So, cool. so the, which one are we eating? The Timitim Fit Fit actually has right here this one. Okay. This one actually it's so it's cold. It has injera in kind of like shredded injera in it. And I think you're supposed to just kind of wrap some more injera around it and just go so nuts and eat it. Ethiopians food is very hands-on. Like yes. you're just kind of scooping with your hands with the bread. That's good. It's got a little heat to it. Not too much, but just like enough, right? Yeah. It's got tomato and onion, which mm-hmm. I can definitely taste. And the it tastes like a salsa, but more like a homemade salsa with less ingredients. Yeah. Like store-bought Yeah, salsa. like more like of a pure, mm-hmm. yeah, not like refined, commercially grated salsa. Yeah, so this is good. I like it. It's a very, it, this is a very simple appetizer, so. So you had Ethiopian food on Wednesday. Yeah. A couple, a couple of days ago. So are we having anything that you had? Yes. we. There will be a little bit of crossover. In terms of the appetizer, I didn't get what I'd gotten. It was really good, though. <laughs> So maybe we'll just have to try it some other time. It was basically like a samosa, and I think it's called sambusa. Well, it's like a samosa in the sense of it's just kind of like a sort of a flaky uh, fried dumpling sort of thing. Yeah. And um, but on the inside, it's like it's like spinach and like a cheese sort of wow. thing. It's fantastic. It's almost like a mix up if like Greek and Indian people had a baby, and that baby was an appetizer. 
really it would be a really confusing labor and delivery but but uh, it, it, it was good it was very good so i'm just gonna finish this up real quick and we can talk about it this is really good yeah that was delicious mm-hmm. here if you would like a napkin yeah she gave us a bunch of them <laughs> so, i think we're gonna need them <laughs> yeah that was very good let's just i'm so hungry let's just keep going well, let's and- <laughs> let's first talk about two things okay one where did we get the food from so we got it from a place called Ethio Eritrea. It's written Syracuse. It's an Ethiopian and Eritrean restaurant. And um, it was really cool. It is kind of a hole in the wall. Like in terms of like, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 right on State Street, yep. sort of just south of Little Italy in Syracuse. It's really cool. Yep. I mean, but it's not in like in this like, it's not in this big restaurant district, mm-hmm. right? Fantastic. I mean, a little history about them. Did, did you, you? No, did... I was just going to say uh, CNN did an article yeah. listing the top restaurants in the world new in the world in 2020 yeah and this was one of them and there was only five in the whole u.s which yeah kind of crazy and this place so I, I was talking to one of the proprietors owners proprietor owners proner no i don't know proner <laughs> and um and she said yeah they, they blew up i mean like they opened up i'm sure they didn't have the infrastructure for the amount of uh of, of attention that they got but um it Things, things have changed, though. So the woman that helped me, I, I would assume she is either the owner or co-owner. Her name is Askalu. And, you know, I, I tried to give some context that we were doing a, a show or an episode about it. Only for the sake of just kind of getting the plating and, and making sure that things weren't just all, like, slammed together in a box. Just um, just because, you know, if you're doing a takeout, it's different. If we went there in person, I think the plating would just be fantastic. I did my best. You guys can check it out on Instagram uh, and Facebook and wherever you get your social media. Um, we're not on OnlyFans though, um, <laughs> but uh, but so she was she was very kind and she said you know I mean she was like things were just you know blowing up like not blowing up but things were just very it was packed right yeah. they couldn't they couldn't take it like it was just like it was so much there wasn't a, I mean and the place opened up in December 2019 I believe and in February and and, and um, you know March and stuff they were still just really like cranking out and people were like someone someone said someone flew to see them. Like they they flew from like North Carolina just to go there. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so I mean, and you know, here we are. We're eating it, you know. But I will say that yeah, COVID really hurt their business because you know this is like a you know you sit down, you break bread, you know, it's kind of like a oh, kind true. of an intimate meal, right? Like you're eating with your hands. It's exotic, right? For most people living in Syracuse, New York, or Central New York area, or North Carolina, really, for that matter. <laughs> But uh, so I will make a plug at the end. But if you have a place, if you have a restaurant in mind and if you're being safe health wise and, and, you know, socially minded in terms of COVID. But if you have a place where if you know they're being safe about how they're making their food, if they're doing a good job wearing masks and stuff like that. And if you feel comfortable going out, you know, go a little bit off the beaten path and kind of figure it out. You know, so um, when I was working, when I was working with <laughs> when I was when I was in the restaurant with Askalu, uh, you know, she and I were the only people in the restaurant. She wore a mask the whole time, right? Like just really good, like safety standards and everything. So I applaud that, and I highly encourage that you go check out either this restaurant, Ethio Eritrea, or some other restaurant in your area. You know that probably needs some attention. Yeah. You know. So let's eat something else. Yeah, I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, please stop talking. We need. Well, to I eat. had another. <laughs> I had another topic I was going to veer off to, but we'll wait because I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you want to do next? Um, I don't know. You're the, my Ethiopian guide right now. No, nope, so. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> um, well, we should try. Uh, let's try this one, which is Tibbs. So 
So there's Tibbs, which is just beef cubes cooked with herbs, butter, onion, spiced, and berberry. Hmm. What's berberry? Berberry. Let's see what berberry is. You should start eating it, though. So uh, all the food came with a little dish of spice. Uh, no, so that's just okay. So that is the uh, spice blend, which is berberry. Oh, so this is the berberry spe- that I'm yep, holding, and that's oh, specifically for tips. Yep. Oh, cool. So it's a spice mixture, and I'm I'm just reading it again. Uh, usually including chili, coriander, garlic, ginger, basil, rue, ajwain, and fenugreek, and some mm. other things. So it is a key ingredient in the cuisines of Ethiopia and Eritrea. So eat it up there, bud. Wow, I really like that spice. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is so good. Do you like this spice? Mm-hmm. It does have a pretty big kick to it. Yeah, but it's not overwhelming. Yeah. It's got a good kick, but it's not like kicking my butt. You know, it's it's I was conservative when I added it at first, but it's yeah. um uh, I could totally like barbecue with that. Not barbecue, but like really grill with that. Mm-hmm. That would taste super good with, with some grilled, you know, foods or whatever. This is good. The steak mixed with the pepper and onions kind of reminds me of like the innards of a like a Philly cheesesteak kind of. And it's got got a good like pepper steak taste to it mm-hmm. but you said it has like butter also which just like adds so much flavor and then that spice on top it's pretty unique spice i agree now now um this was cooked with butter but that's not this isn't the buttery dish <laughs> there will be a buttery dish trust me this is great what is this called again this is tibbs tibbs and uh when you add the spiciness to it it's a w a z e or always i think but we're gonna just kind of white guy it for a lot of the pronunciations and i apologize ethiopia is a ways away it is a ways away. <laughs> someone's shaking their head in ethiopia mm-hmm. and people are going why are you shaking your head and you go you know why random white dude just kind of made the aways thing again yeah <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard that one before <laughs> even without the spice on it the the meat had such a good flavor to good it. flavor yeah mm-hmm. um let's move on to something of the vegetarian sort okay <laughs> I was going to talk about this real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. We so we're drinking a wine. That's vegetarian too. This. Right? Yeah. Wine? I tried to look up what wines pair best. So in Ethiopia, they make something called Tej, which is honey wine. Yeah. And, you know, they have honey wine and they also have honey water. And Tej is very, pretty strong in flavor and pretty sweet. And so obviously I couldn't, at least to the place I went to, didn't have any sort of Ethiopian honey wines. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> you're like you just like stormed out of there you're like ah, fine. <laughs> i feel like if i keep going in there and having these requests they're gonna be like oh here he comes again with some <laughs> <laughs> what countries are doing this time yeah. so like I, I didn't get that so i looked at what wines pair best and they had you know every site was different but one of the consensus is was you have to get a wine that has strong flavor you don't want a subtle wine okay. because with the spiciness of the Ethiopian food. It's got a you want, cut uh, above it. Yeah, you want it to cut above it. And so uh, Syrah was mentioned several times. Hmm. Or a Shiraz. Shiraz. Is that what it... There's two. There's a Syrah and a Shiraz. It's not the same thing? There's just a little bit of difference. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of difference. But this is a Syrah from France. Nice. And it, you know, and it was a Staff Picks, and they described it as being like full-bodied and full of flavor. And mm. Yeah, there's nothing subtle about that, about that wine. Yeah, and it... That was my first sip, and it does pair really well, actually. Yeah. it's It's got a strong oakiness, would you say? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, hold on one second. Which is uh, one of the things they suggested, you know, like a strong, oaky, powerful wine. Hmm. So go. so we're having... <laughs> so what's next? <laughs> uh, what's next is we're going to have something that's going to be like a red a red lentil-based entree. And it's uh, misil or misil. Like M-I-S-I-L. M-I-S-I-L. Which backwards is lissom. Nice. Lissom here, folks. Uh, 
So <laughs> anyway, we're gonna get into it. It's uh, it's nice. It's like um, it looks a little bit like chili, maybe, or uh, uh, like a sloppy Joe innards. Kind of does look like a sloppy Joe. Oh, that's very different, though. Mm. It's kind of sweet, isn't it? Almost like a. Mm-hmm. It's got like a cinnamon. It has a sweet like initial taste. The aftertaste is a little bit spicy. Mm. Not necessarily hot spicy, but just yeah, like some full of spices. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is very good. I'm really impressed with this dish. Mm. Yeah, I can feel some heat in the back of my throat. Mm-hmm. It's not overpowering though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're you're not super into eating too hot of foods. Well, I want to be able to taste things. You know? Yeah. She asked me if I like spicy foods, and I said, so I think she might have steered me away from the excessively spicy food. So thank you. <laughs> you know, I was thinking today, when we die, mm-hmm. I realize this podcast will outlive us. Yeah, we've. I've already like talked to my son a couple times on that. <laughs> Remember? No, I'm just thinking. We already talked about like, like the graves. Stuff too. that goes out on the internet just lasts forever. You mm-hmm. know, you find these old videos that I saw when I was like eight years old when the internet came out or whatever. You know, stuff like stays for years tucked away in the corners of the internet. So In the depths. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we've put this out there, we've created something that will last longer than us. Forever. Or until someone stops paying the pod bean. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Shoot, it is hinged on that, isn't it? I think it is. Not the YouTube ones, though. Right. YouTube is forever. It's a James Bond song, isn't it? YouTube is forever. <laughs> it's got to be kind of, you know, like, it can't, like, end on a high note. It's got to be, like, question mark, mysterious, minor. Um, fantastic. Mm, just so good. A little soggy at the end. <laughs> so, did you read what was in it? I don't think we've gotten that far yet. Yep, I can look it up. One of the most difficult things about this episode is that, especially, we are authentically eating it with our hands. Mm-hmm. Tough to look things up on the phone. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. This is the perfect way to eat it, though, I think. Yeah. It's fantastic. Vanjura adds a lot, I think, to each thing we've eaten. Mm-hmm. Just like a subtle backbone yep. to what you're eating. Yep. Oh, no, it's misir. I misspoken. I misspoke. Misir. <laughs> All my mistletoe jokes are out <laughs> Really aging like milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a lentil stew uh, with red lentils, pink lentils, Egyptian lentils, and... Uh, it, you know, it can have masoor dal, which is a South Asian lentil. Hmm. So it's got um, it's got the red lentils, typically spiced butter, small yellow onions for this recipe, four cloves of garlic, berber, and you know, tomato and salt. Hmm. The spiced butter that's that's a cool idea. Yeah, I wonder if I can buy just like berber spice because yeah, why not? You could, you definitely could. Uh, let's move on to the next one. So this next one is called alicha wot. Which is cubed prime beef sautéed and cooked with onion, turmeric, which gives it that yellow look, diced and purified uh, Ethiopian butter. Oh, no, no, okay. So the onion and turmeric and beef, they're all diced. That's what I meant. Okay. I'm like, diced butter. Like, people don't usually, like, say, like, the state of, like, what the butter was. <laughs> so um, let's go for it, though. I'm very hungry, and uh, this is all So I just had, good. like, a couple bits of, like, the, the sauce from the last thing we ate, and that yeah. was really spicy. Yeah, so... Let's uh, let's get at this. Oh, that's buttery. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so good, though. <laughs> this is easily my favorite. Uh, it's kind of a tie. It's really tough to say. This has like a really good exotic taste to it, and it's super buttery, and it's got the turmeric, which kind of really just kind of throws like a neon color, and I really like that. 
Yeah, this is just fantastic. <laughs> you, you're so biased with your butter. You just love butter. Don't talk about my butter bias on here. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That is really good, though. It is. It is very. It's very unlike anything I've ever had before. I mean, it certainly has some similarities to other Middle Eastern dishes that I've had before, but like on this medium with just eating it with bread, you know, doing like the no fork thing. That's really cool. It's just yummy. I don't know how else to describe it. The lentils. I mean, the lentil uh, dish was, Monsieur, was amazing. So when you order this food, you know, you got a variety of things. Yeah. If I was going to order an entree with that big of an injera, yeah. do you only get one of these? And is it bigger? How did you order? Or did you get like five I think different you get. I think you entrees? get one. So I ordered three different entrees and one appetizer. And it just comes with probably one okay. injera per entree, right? So in terms of Ethiopian food and drink, some of their most common specialties in terms of food are ayibe, which is a soft, crumbly cottage cheese made from cow's milk. Dulet, I'm not going to say any of this right, so just bear with me, folks. Uh, that's a breakfast dish, and it's got uh, pan-fried minced tripe, liver, beef, and chili. Tibs, so scrambled eggs with peppers and tomatoes. Uh, it, that's the inkulal tibs. Anyway, in terms of beverages, coffee, beer pure grain alcohol called areke. They've got tej, right, and then wine. So it's tough to even, like, begin to start and say, okay, well, this is definitely Ethiopian food. This is definitely... Other than, like, the big culminating factor of... of, of the, the big drawing factor of, okay, it's going to have injera, typically, right? So when I was looking at the wine pairing, the, the food that they paired it with on every article, because they mm-hmm. said, this is probably what you're going to eat when you eat Ethiopian food. Yeah. It's called Dora Wat. Okay. And it's a, it's a chicken and egg stew. Interesting. I, it was on here, yeah. And a hard, with a hard-boiled egg, served with a hard-boiled egg. So if you had, uh, there's one called the Misto at the restaurant, and that is a combination of Kiwat, Durawat, and Tibbs. Ooh, so that sounds really good. Yeah. The Tibbs were, were really good. And Kiwat is just, it's cubed prime beef sautéed with diced onions and powdered hot pepper and purified Ethiopian butter, so... Mm. This was fantastic. And really, like, again, I can't stress enough if you are, if you're ordering out. I mean, one of the first things I got for food when we kind of branched out a little bit since COVID started was pizza, right? That was like one of my biggest, like, I can't make that at home, right? Not not to the degree that I want, right? Did you miss pizza more than people? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in, in some senses. I mean, still, we, we really still don't have like... Yeah, we this, don't see a lot of people. Yeah, we don't see a ton of people. But... After that pizza that I got, I was like, oh, man, that was so good. Indian food was next to my list. And then kind of it goes back to, like, let's try new food. You know, like, let's get out and try some more food. So, And we're always trying to try new food on here anyway, but, like, but just, like, going to an actual restaurant. Because there was a time that you and I did not get restaurant food. So I can't recommend enough trying this restaurant and others like it in your area if you can't make it out to Ethiopia, Eritrea. Yeah, I think a lot of the restaurants that when, once people started venturing out of like quarantine and trying restaurants again were more like chain restaurants instead of like hole in the wall yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah, they're like, man, I can't remember how Applebee's tasted. Uh, still like crap. Still tastes like shit. <laughs> Except for their <laughs> dollar drinks. You are giving them publicity that they do not need. <laughs> but um, so what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this whole thing? This was sort of whimmy. This was slightly whimmy. Most of our episodes. Lately, have been wimmy. Don't, but I think they're really good. Don't peek behind the curtain there. <laughs> Everyone's the curtain's been pulled back a long time ago. Yeah, I think. Yeah, unless you're not paying attention. But yeah, I thought it was really good. Everything I really liked. 
lots of different variety on all of them, but they all had like a similar familiarity. And I think it was by using that bread as a base, mm-hmm. even though they had different flavors, it still tasted like it all came from the same place. The only thing that was like kind of different was that first appetizer. Yeah. I think it had. I think it had different. That was the Timmy Tim Fit the, Fit. By Timmy the way. Tim Fit Fit. Yeah. I think it had a little bit different spice and flavor than the other three things that we ate. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Now, I mean, the Tibbs, the Tibbs, and the the Alicia Watt, like the the beef cubes were cooked in a similar fashion, like in, ter- in terms of like a similar doneness. You know, they're both sautéed, mm-hmm. yeah. so there was a big similarity there. I think the flavor. You know, I, it wasn't like extraordinarily different. Yeah. There were definitely some similarities in terms of the flavor, but it was still different enough that you could go, hey, which would you prefer? And be like, yeah, the Alicia Watt, definitely. I think the Tibbs was my favorite. And I just like that the way the steak and the peppers and onions all kind of tasted with that, just the way they flavor that by itself. But then once you sprinkle the bear bear on. Okay, let's, okay, we're going to, we've said it enough. We actually have to like look up how it sounds. Bear beret. What? <laughs> bear? It's a bear ber- wearing a beret? Bear, bear beret. beret. How do you know that guy's right, though? Oh, yeah, he did sound kind of white. Bear beret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, bear berry. Oh, okay. Bear berry. Bear berry. So now we're getting mixed. Ethiopia. Bear berry is from Ethiopia. It's bear one berry. of my favorite bear spice plants. Its main ingredients is dried chili, garlic, and ginger. It's very diverse. I love to put it with mango. Now we have like three different pronunciations. <laughs> yeah, that didn't help at all. It just made it more confusing. It's not bear beret. <laughs> <laughs> that first like, guy was the worst. What an ass. Bear beret. Don't just go spreading misinformation <laughs> on the internet like we do all the time. <clears throat> <laughs> Until we don't pay for server costs. <laughs> there we go. Full circle. <laughs> That's what you like in your will. Yeah. You know, you're going to like bequeath this and this to your sons. Mm-hmm. But they also have to pay per year for the pod bean. <laughs> <laughs> be like, yeah, I made a grant for like a foundation. They'd be like, oh, what is it? And it's like, it's the Snackdown Foundation. Keeps us up, keeps the lights on after I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's my legacy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> your sons are like, but we thought we were your legacy. We're like, go back and listen to the episodes because apparently you didn't listen well enough. <laughs> <laughs> There's hidden <laughs> gems in there. <laughs> yeah. This is all my wisdom. This is your roadmap to adulthood. <laughs> so, I want to tell you a little story. Is it story and, time? Nah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I haven't used but the but no, no, no. But not right now. Oh. We'll take a break. We'll come back, oh. and then what we're gonna tease. have a little story. It was a little story tease. More like a story coffees. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> And we're, we're back. back. <laughs> and Andy was listening to Beach Boys as very nice as something percolated. Percolated? Percolated? I almost said percolated, but I thought that was wrong. It's percolated. It's not percolated. Unless you're talking about me, who's Percules? So is percolating something? What per- is it? No, percolating. It's percolating. Yeah. Like now the, that we said it so many times, they both sound like wrong. the people used to dance. They percolate. Are you sure? Yeah. Are we looking it up? Yeah, let's of all look the up things, pronunciation. Look, oh, no, no, no. Of all the things that we've looked up today, of all the things that we're going to pronounce incorrectly, you chose percolating. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we're drinking coffee, right? Yeah. Let's just drink it, and I'll tell you a little bit about it. Nice. It smells like the when we were smelling the grind. It was just so good. <laughs> 
when we were smelling the grind, it was so good. Let's <laughs> drink your coffee. Okay, so I can tell you how long ago that was roasted, just by tasting it. How? It was roasted two hours ago. And just by tasting, not by sight. Or by paying. <laughs> <laughs> so did they roast coffee on sight? Yeah, she did. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I was there and I was ordering food and whatever, and I saw these Ziploc bags of green coffee beans. And I was like, huh, like, what do you, and she's like, yeah, we, we roast coffee. That's I'm awesome. I'm like, okay. It was really cool. I mean, she came out and showed me. That's cool. I wish, I kind of wish I had gone. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a cool uh, person to meet and yeah, a cool she, place to go. Oh, very cool. So what's the name of the restaurant? Ethio Eritrea. This is our first foray into the African continent food-wise, isn't it? A foray, yes. Yeah. It is. It's really neat. Yeah. Man, it's just like, it's just good stuff, you know? This coffee is really good. Yeah. We're just drinking it black. And we're just drinking it black, yeah. And it's pretty mild, you know, pretty mild yeah. coffee, so. But, yeah, it's pretty darn good. Yeah. It was just kind of like this, like, nice, like, little treat on top of that. I was like, oh, crap. And like, the coffee beans were green. And they were all green. And then she, she roasted them up. Yeah. They're dried green coffee beans. But are all coffee beans green? Uh yeah, it's a red berry, and then it's um two beans to a berry, oh, and then like two peas in a pod, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, like two beans to a berry. Two peas in a pod would be a really good name for a podcast. Oh, uh, it would be even it's better if both exists. hosts were named named starting with a P, like Paul or like Peter and Paul are two peas in a podcast. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> if you use that, you owe us seven dollars. Seven dollars total. Yeah, or like per per ep. Seven dollars for the name. Seven cents is our uh, our gratuity that we get each time. Uh, royalty. Our royalty. Gratuity? <laughs> That's like a tip. <laughs> they're, they're tipping us seven cents. No, our. Uh... Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for the name. Yeah, they're like we're not sirs. We're names. Uh, what are names for women that start with P? Pauline and. Ah, uh, I, I, I had Pauline. Phyllis. Oh, and Phyllis. Phyllis is messed up though because it sounds like an F. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a sneaky pee. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of our other episode for another podcast. Um, it's about... What would that be about? <laughs> um, theft. <laughs> uh, I'm going back between red wine and coffee. Oh, that's not, right. Red wine. Not disappointed. It's very good. So this is the first time... I don't know if I've ever had a Syrah before. I have. It's good. This coffee is very good. The coffee is great. So what... Is it oh, a medium, medium did... dark? Did she say what, like... What kind of blend it is? I'm trying to think of how many scoops I put in. I don't think I put in enough scoops. Did you put one per person? Maybe. <laughs> we'll be right back and we'll brew some <laughs> more coffee. <laughs> be right back and we're just going to pour our coffee cups right back in the water. <laughs> and then add more coffee. Do you like I want to do that voice or no? It's great. No, it's not. It's like your DJ coffee voice. Hey, we're back now. <laughs> Traffic's looking long and the coffee's looking dark. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Hopefully you poured a cup before you left. Honk, honk. All right. <laughs> Take care of yourselves, kids. <laughs> so just so, you're, just so you're aware of the difference between Syrah and Shiraz, because there is a difference. It's an H and a hard Z. Yep. <laughs> that was it. No. <laughs> that was it. Perfect. They're genetically the same grape, but the wines they produce can be very different in style depending on origin. The typical old world Syrah is lighter and leaner than the intense Shiraz wines of the new world, which tend to be riper, richer, and more full-bodied. So I got a Syrah, which is a little bit lighter than a Shiraz, but the Shiraz bottles at my wine store were like jugs. Oh, and which you're made me like, think oh. like, eh. <laughs> yeah, kind of low brow, you know? Yeah, 
It just it didn't seem like it was going to be... Refined? I don't know. Something that I wanted. But you're like, it was right next to Mad Dog 2020? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Wine and coffee does pair well. Heck yeah, it does. Red yeah. wine, specifically. Red wine, yeah. And black coffee. Mm, red wine and black coffee. There's another podcast idea. Yeah, yeah. Ups and downs of red wine and black coffee. Oh, can you imagine a trying a and... uh, different red wine and a different coffee every week? I couldn't imagine that. <laughs> Man, I can't believe I probably added too little coffee to this. I'm. That's like a full pound. I'm going to give you a half a pound, okay. roughly. I think you'll enjoy that. Yeah, right? it smells great. Yeah, it's fresh. Mm-hmm. Like fresh roasted and fresh ground. So are you a candles guy what? for smells? No, I'm, well, I feel like I used to be, mm-hmm. but I'm also the guy that like, if I'm going to smell something, I'm going to take like some deep whiffs of it. And I think that probably made me sick. Yeah. I had a dog who uh, had like a flea collar and the flea collar kind of roughly smelled like ranch dressing. So then I was like <laughs> huffing the flea collar for a little bit. <laughs> Why? And, hold on. And now I can't really have ranch dressing too much. Like every night when I went to bed and I put that flea no, collar on. No, not like I... that. But like, I'd be like, oh, that smells kind of good. And like, I'm sure my parents were like, what are you doing? You're smelling a yeah. flea collar. And I'm like, I'm ruining my flavor for a ranch dressing for the rest of my life. <laughs> so, so when you smell like ranch dressing or chicken bacon ranch pizza, you're like, you think flea collar? No, I'm reminded of my late dog, Jesse. Oh, shout out Here, to girl. Jesse. <laughs> Here, girl. Here, Jesse. Here, girl. So I'm a candles guy, but I like natural smell smelling candles like what wax so, like wax <laughs> i like wood smells like anything with wood or i love wood smoke but when you're getting candles if you get like pine or mm-hmm. like chestnut or something that's very like foresty or herbal i don't like cinnamon bun or like fresh cookies you know like those types of yeah fake yeah smelling I candles. i agree and even like coffee candles because this is why i thought of it you like, do if you like the like smell coffee. of coffee they sell Coffee candles? They smell. <laughs> they sell coffee candles. And it's just not the same as like putting your head in a bag of coffee. Yeah. But I think the closest they can get to smells, I think, are natural smells like wood and yeah, things like that. I would agree with that. I mean, like things that are going to like naturally burn anyway. You're not going to be like, cinnamon buns, they smell like they're burning. <laughs> I better get them out of the oven. Or like the beach. You're like, why is the beach burning? Fresh linen is always something that fresh. is always a candle. You're like, fresh linen's burning. Yeah. Talk about I used to, <laughs> so I get overloaded on smells when I go into like a candle shop. Yeah, so say I go into much. like Yankee Candle or something like that. Yeah. The amount of smells gives me like a headache within like a minute. And then when I used to go into AC Moore, I don't know if I told this story in the pod. When I used to go to AC Moore, it was like a craft shop. Uh-huh. My left hand would like swell up. Why? <laughs> I have no idea. Only AC Moore? <laughs> Just AC Moore, my left hand would get all red and like puffy. At a specific location? Well, when I used to live down in Binghamton. Do you think it was like glitter or something? I don't know. It was just like the smells and like walking around in there. I'd be like, look okay, at my the hand. The smells everyone. did not make your hand blow up. Okay. Well, but by just my left hand. Okay. Go on. <laughs> that, that was the story. That was People the sp- used to go like, let's pop into AC Moore just to see your hand blow up. That's messed up. <laughs> your brother did that, didn't he? Yeah, he was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean he was one of them? He was the ringleader, Brian. <laughs> How dare you? So if you're interested, I was just actually listening the other day and catching up on our old episodes. Mm-hmm. But my brother was on an episode called Popcorning, Art Tradition. <laughs> <laughs> we don't typically do uh, colons in our titles, no. but that one deserved a colon. It was. And it's a good episode, so yeah. if you're feeling bored in these fall days, mm. pop back and listen to some Popcorn. Have you done anything folly lately? I bought a pumpkin sitting behind you. 
Oh yeah, nice. That's about it. I went. I took took the boys for a hike the other day. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, going solo with a two year old and a four year old for four point seven miles. It's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> so here's another fall thing. We're shoot. We're in the middle of shooting a magazine. Mm-hmm. We're doing a fall shot, and so I went out to like run errands to get different things for the shot. I had to get like apple cider and donuts. Oh, nice. And so my boss was like, check to see what flowers they have, if they had anything fall colored. And so I was walking around like the flowers. And so I took a, a couple pictures of things. And yeah. then I talked to him on the phone. He's like, grab these like orange mums. I like those. And then grab this because I like the sunflower that's like in this bouquet. And then they have a one that has like yellow ragweed-ish type Ugh. thing. So you like, mean goldenrod? It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It had like goldenrod. So yeah, that's yeah. what he kind of wanted. But they, that bouquet only had one. So I. It had one goldenrod? Yeah. Like one. It had like one of each thing in it. Oh, okay. Okay. And yeah. so he kind of wanted a bunch. And my boss has done flower arrangements before. So basically, I was going to buy a bunch and he was going to take them apart and kind of make his own thing. Oh, okay. And so okay, I was yeah. talking to the lady there and I was like, do you have any more of the goldenrod? Because I want more of that. And she's like, no, we don't. And I thought about taking it from some of the other bouquets and I was like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but it's funny because I picked out the bouquets and she's like, oh, do you want me to wrap the whole thing for you nicely? And I was like, no, that's okay because we're going to kind of tear them apart and make our yeah. own. And then no, afterwards... it's okay. He hates your rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> afterwards, when I walked away, I'm like, oh, that was probably like, she works hard on these. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, that's okay. We're going like, to tear them apart. She's like, this style took me seven days to figure out. <laughs> we're going like, to take bits and pieces of each and make our own. Yeah. Piss off. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. What would you say your favorite thing about this entire episode was? That's a tough one. I think as a meal, that was delicious, but mm-hmm. that wasn't really a meal. That was several entrees kind of mixed together. Yeah. So um, it was a meal. It's, it's a, a good, good shared meal. Yeah. Like if I went, yes. bu- I wouldn't buy all these things for myself. Right, right. I think if I was going to go again, which I probably will. Yeah. I think the Tibbs. So the one that was the, the beef cube that was like on the drier side, right? The drier side, yeah. And, with and like by the, dryer, I mean like that's relative to the fact that the other one was soaked, soaked in, butter. in butter. Yeah, a lot of these were really saucy. Some of them yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, real saucy. This one wasn't as saucy. And yeah. you kind of dust the berber. Or is it berberet? No, it's not berber. <laughs> yeah. Berberet. Yeah, the guy's like, here's how you say it. I went on a mission trip 17 years ago, and I'm going to say it now. Berberet, question mark. Berberet. Bearberry. Bear, Bearberry. Isn't that Be- how they said it? Bearber. Bearberry. Bearberry. Anyways, <laughs> dusting the bearberry yeah. on it. Just, man, that was really good. Yeah, that took it to Flavortown. Mm-hmm. It was good. And the, the the third one, the... The Monsieur? The Monsieur was really good, and I liked... You're, you're talking was, about the lentil? Base? Yeah, the lentil-based. Yeah. Yep. The pockets that were spicier, because mm-hmm. there were like different spots that were kind of like spicier than others. And once yep. I got to the, the really saucy portion on the bottom, yeah. it was really spicy. That was really good, too. Did you like the Alicia Watt? The last one? Yeah. yeah. The buttery. Yeah, oh, just that amazing. was so good. Right. Yeah, it was all really, really good. Yeah. I think if I had to choose, I think I would get the tips, though. Really? Yeah. Just a good classic, right? Yeah. I think that one pronounced the Burberry the most by like dusting it on Yeah, top I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I really like that spice. Yeah, the the Monsieur was like, it was definitely like more hidden in, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, you know, it was more of a stew, right? Yeah. They, they said it was like a lentil stew. So, but that was really good. I mean, that, and I think that's vegan maybe. No, I don't think it's vegan because it has butter in it, but it is vegetarian. Just all fantastic. Mm-hmm. I would say as an appetizer, I, I thought, uh, I thought the uh, Tim Tim Fit Fit, I, I, I didn't even look it up and I was just like, what's the joke that Justin made earlier? <laughs> hey, we're back to Justin's yeah. jokes. I'm... <laughs> Cool kit. No, it's another a, podcast. 
uh, Justin's jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're probably not going to make much money on that one. No. <laughs> just in terms of like names alone, right? Like people would be like, okay, great. You just, you bought Justin's jokes dot. That's one of those things when you're checking out in line somewhere and there's like those little pamphlet books for like five bucks. Huh? You know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's like a spindle of like weird knickknacks that they want you to buy while you're waiting in line. Or, That's where you would find them. Or it's like, uh, like an advertisement for like Jerry Thomas's um, uh, yeah, cocktail in, book. Yeah, in Jerry Thomas's 1876 book. Side-splitting jokes from Justin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Justin's trunk full of tidbits. <laughs> um, where was I going with that? The sambusa, I, w- I probably would have gotten the sambusa. So, like, that's what I'll that get next time. That sounds really good. What you were talking about? Yeah, yeah weird. Just a weird mm-hmm. Greek slash Indian love child that just took a trip down south. Yeah, down to all the way down south to Ethiopia <laughs> <laughs> and Eritrea. Let's uh, let's learn how to say that one too. That's a. Like a do you want to like look less up less talked about country? Do you want to look up percolating? Where? No. <laughs> Why don't you do it on your phone? <laughs> He walked from Eritrea to Sudan and Eritrea. Italy and then okay. Germany. I don't know what that was. You know, you want to know how many people live in Eritrea? Percolate. You're like, percolate. <laughs> not percolate. <laughs> uh, so the population, the 2020 estimate is 6,081,000. Oh, that's crazy. What? More people live in New York City. Yeah, it's a small country. It's interesting. So when you're, I think, at least in America, a lot of people aren't super up to date on their geography or right. they know the major countries like france and england and russia and china but when you get into those there's so many like little small countries mm-hmm. and when i watch the olympics it's crazy when they're carrying their flags and stuff i'm like little countries coming out country? of the woodwork yeah and some of it some of the countries are as big or smaller than syracuse yeah which is crazy yeah and it's cool I mean, and you're not like seeing you're obviously not seeing some of the countries represented yeah in, yeah like vatican city is not just like yeah <laughs> and Father yeah. Bertoli is doing the luge today. Yeah. He's doing all the sports. <laughs> yes. He's a quintathlon runner. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just cool and a cool reminder of like I like the internet and everything has shrunk the world. Yeah, but then you in some ways in some ways, but then you see oh, there's so much of the world that I have no idea about, and then yep. it kind of like grows it back up again. And, you cool. know, like some, sometimes like the countries, unfortunately, some, sometimes countries' cultures have been erased, you mm-hmm. know, through occupation, you know, loss of history. TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> um, WhatsApp. Telegram. I think that was popular for a bit. Um, you know, I mean, some of these countries are, like you said, like Eritrea is smaller than population wise than New York City. So, it, you know, obviously there are many cultural differences between these smaller countries but we live on the other side of the globe and it's hard to really differentiate it. Yeah. It's hard to have like the resolution of being able to go, oh yeah, like this, these are starkly separate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's cool. Like Africa has such cool culture and there's so many countries that make up Africa. Yeah. And to think that they all have like unique cultures and foods and things. And, and, is... and many cultures within that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like many subcultures, subcultures like, you know, and like tribes. And, so crazy. Yeah. And different, just different ethnic groups. And, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of it is, you know, geographically isolated. Some of it is, you know, again, like people, people came in and occupied some of the areas or there's big religious influences. So yeah, I've always wanted to go to Africa. Yeah. Africa sounds like a, a big, uh, like a snack trip. A what? What is that? Snack down Africa. Snafrica? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a, a snafu or something like that. A snack fari. Mm, okay. Yeah. That sounds more enjoyable, actually. 
I think we should just do a trip. Snack, yeah, a snack down trip what across that, the world. Who wants to pay for it? Let's talk We're about taking... how, let's talk about how insane that idea sounds. <laughs> <laughs> we need a lot more Instagram followers. We need to start that <laughs> snack down foundation now. We kind of do. It's called Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Patreon. Oh, yeah. Speaking we, of Patreon, it's a great run-in. We have a new Patreon supporter. No, uh, patron. We have a new Wait, patron. Wait, syllables? We have a new patron. His name is Dakota. Yeah, what's up, Dakota? And he's from Colorado. Yeah, you would have thought. His address is... No, I'm just kidding. You would have thought, you know, Dakota. One of the, the Dakotas. would have been from California. I would have thought, maybe. Dakotas? Like North Dakota, South Dakota. No, I was just trying to... It was a curveball. Do you think he hears Dakota jokes? Yes. We won't be a part of it. Justin already edited them out (laughs) before we became cognizant and lucid about the possible Dakota jokes that you've been receiving all of your life. (laughs) But uh, but he is a new Patreon supporter and uh, patron. Patron, he's a new patron. And uh, yeah, so thank you again for supporting us. It's fantastic and helps us buy stuff like Ethiopian food and get server costs on board. So So what was your favorite? I don't know if you said. Like if you were going to get pick one of these things to order... Um, you know, I gotta say, I gotta butter. say the Messier was, huh? What were you gonna say? Butter. Butter. No, you know, I, I did. I really did like that. But, um, I would say the Messier was like very different and different enough from anything else that we had. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind the fact that it's vegetarian. Like it was just, it was just super unique and good. And then it also paired really well with the injera. So, mm-hmm. uh, that was, uh. Yeah. I loved eating everything with the injera. It yeah. just kind of tied the whole meal together. I wish. So this is like. Andy living in central New York, for some reason, I'm like, I wish it weren't so soggy under the spot that you were eating. I just have like this Western, you know, Western civilization, like need to like kind of keep bread not soggy until it's like ready to be eaten. Or, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and if the bread gets soggy, well, it must have been on top of a soup and you're just going to stir that into the soup, right? Like, But the sogginess is so full of flavor. Yes. That's just, um, hey, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. That's just something I need it's to get over. It's a texture thing you're talking about. It's a texture thing. It's something I need to get over. It was all delicious. I'm glad we had the wine with it. It paired super well. Yeah, it did. And the coffee afterwards was a really nice... Yeah, they they yeah. Uh, roast some really good coffee over there, too. And she, you know, she just did it right there. Yeah. And um, actually, so I, I, did, I did take a little video. I mean, she came out and, like, showed me what she was doing. Like, it was... I, I didn't ask her to, and... She was, you know, she's proud, proud of her work. And I mean, the coffee tastes awesome. amazing. Mm-hmm. Freshly roasted. I mean, seriously, like, even if you're like, eh, I don't really know about Ethiopian food. If you want Ethiopian coffee, get out of the Starbucks where you are listening to this podcast right now. Just walk right out. Yeah. Like, even if your drink is like about to be ready, they're going to be just shouting, Pauline, Pauline, venti caramel latte for Pauline. Fill us with a P. Oh, maybe we wrote it down wrong. Fill us with an F. <laughs> get out of there um find your local uh, ethiopian restaurant including ethiopia eritrea and uh get some coffee it was it yeah. was cheap and too. They, it was eight bucks for a pound i mean any suffers hand that it was fresh freshly yeah. roasted yes in a lot of places like you're in syracuse or whatever it's like fresh seafood you're like no like, is it really is it really like how, really how fresh? Fresh what's your definition of fresh yeah well, but seeing her with the coffee in the pan yeah you know, that's that's fresh. super cool Super yeah. cool. And I really didn't get to like, I mean, we, all, we both had our masks up and you can smell some things through the masks, but I really didn't get like a great whiff until like I brought it to your apartment and I put my nose in the bag and I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so that's, you know, that's my plug. I really hope you guys try this place out. 
you know, I hope you try Ethiopian food. I hope you get a little crazy in terms of getting new foods, you know, especially if it's fitting with where you are in terms of social distancing mm -hmm. and your comfort level in terms of venturing out. So, yeah. but, but wherever you are, if, whether you're in Syracuse or not, I'm sure there's some sort of Ethiopian food you can go to, mm -hmm. you know, if it's close or farther away. Yeah. Um, it's worth a try, though. It's very different from anything, anything I've, I've had. ever had. Yeah, yeah. it's delicious. But, uh, but I'm, I'm glad we tried it. And um, yeah, just think a little out or eat a little outside the box. I think mm -hmm. that was like a Taco Bell ad. But hold on, let me uh, try it again. <laughs> Let your injera spill out of the box. It definitely okay. spilled over the edges of the plates. And so I think when you're there, if you're not a big fan of injera, you can also order bread. So, but come on, you're, you're there. I think another tip that we've learned from this episode and also doing the Indian food episode is it, there's something good when you talk to someone that works there or like an owner or something like that. Yeah. And kind of get suggestions for food, especially if it's something you've never tried before. Yeah. I think it's kind of good to just go talk to maybe a chef or the owner or someone that works there and just say, hey, I've never tried this before. Yep. What's good? What is this? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you might go, like if you go to, like if I went to Ethiopian open restaurant for the first time and didn't ask anyone and just pick something random on the menu. Yeah. You know, it's just like, did I like, I crossed my fingers and hope that that was like one of their popular dishes. Yeah. And, and I was, you know, I was basically, she was like, do you like, you know, do you eat meat? Or do you not, you know, are you vegetarian? And, you know, so I just kind of was like, I both, you know, not too spicy, but a little spicy is good. And I was like, which one is Ethiopian for chicken tenders? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not do that. I did not do that. But, um, yeah, certainly, um, you know, I, I think I think restaurants in general are looking for customers. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I think um, um, I think most restaurants, especially restaurants off the beaten path or exotic, you know, exotic to wherever you are restaurants i think they're more than happy uh for your patronage and to more than happy to explain anything to you so. yeah and if you, if you don't feel safe eating at a restaurant you can always yep. get takeout yep well i i think uh i'm full i'm You're full. full i'm happily full we're gonna dice up the coffee and um we're gonna enjoy the rest of our happy yeah. saturday so yep. some more wine and coffee for me i have nowhere to go <laughs> Just doing your uh, sweatpants for snack down Saturday. Yep. What are they called? Overeaters. Overeaters. <laughs> they should have like um, some sort of suspender, right? Like kind of like an overall sort of situation. Suspender sweatpants. Yes. That's very strange. Yeah, but if you kind of got like the big belly thing, you're going, talking about like you're talking about like sweatpant overalls, not... like Velcro instead of buckles. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, is it? <laughs> so this is episode seventy-four, and we're getting into. The October months where things are cold, so we're coming up on a couple holidays, and eventually we'll hit episode 100. So get ready for some real. It's just so crazy. wacky shows. It's if just you, gonna get weirder. If you were with us on. for Halloween last year, you know how crazy it can get. Wigs will come out again. <laughs> yeah, I'll pull out my wig sack. <laughs> Don't call it a wig sack. <laughs> All right. Well, that stay sounds tuned. like an insect, like an insect egg. Yeah. We opened up the wig sack. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. Well, thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find this episode and others like it on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places. You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. And you can give us a call at 315-313-5456. Leave us a message. Tell us about your day. If you're bored and you're standing in a long bank line, just uh, spew your thoughts to our... Long bank line? Yeah. 
You really shouldn't be on the phone. Yeah, if you're in a line. long bank line, I wonder about their COVID regulations. Or, like, or really, like, what's the economic like necessity? For <laughs> yeah, why is there so many people on the bank line? Yeah. But if you're standing in a long line. A queue? Uh, and you're just kind of bored, spew your thoughts on our voicemail. Very good. Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. I better stop that because it might sound like copyright infringement because it sounds like the real thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It can be searched by the bots.